Welcome back, Welcome everyone. Back. Episode nine of witches and legends and ghosts. Oh, oh my! Today um, we're covering veil. veil. <laughs> oh gosh, we have to preface this. We do one. have to preface this. Um, so one, first of all, as mm. if you're on YouTube, mm. you can see I'm holding the microphone. Mm-hmm. Um, last episode, Hunter was holding the microphone. Then we realized that didn't work, so we nope. weren't going to do that. Um, but then I came over here today and realized that I didn't have the little thing that connects <laughs> the mic stand to the table. Mm. So I'm holding mine. So after this one where I'm holding it, um, we won't do it again. Never again. <laughs> so there's no Never echoing. Again, <laughs> um, and so, yeah. So today the theme is veil. Yeah. Supposed to be. Supposed to be. Veil. Veil. Um, so when I was doing my research, <laughs> I, I guess I saw the word veil and I, I was thinking like, like, I saw the word veil and I read veins in my head. And so my topic that I'm covering is not veil, um, at all. So. But what's <laughs> weird about that you want to say what you're co- we can both say what we're covering first and then yeah so i'm talking about thin places where it's like the thinning of the veil mm-hmm. um and, and then you i'm talking about ley lines which are like lines of energy so that's where i was like getting vein like lines yeah because like veins throughout the earth and stuff yes. um but what's weird is as you'll see from mine is that they kind of connect so even though we both have different ideas of what the theme yes. was they still somehow connect, which is a little weird. Yeah. So. Because while she was doing, because I told her, I was like, uh, I think I made a mistake. And she was like, no, 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 you should still do it. It'd be funny if we like talk about it in the podcast. And as she was doing her research, because I told her like what I was doing, she was like, wait, well, what was that thing that you were doing again? And I was like, well, I'm covering ley lines. And she's like, um, that's like really like part of like what I'm covering. Like it's like not part of it, but it's like talked about because mm-hmm. it's like connected to the thin places. It is. Yeah. So. It's kind of strange that I'm talking. Like, I literally thought veins, ley lines, and somehow it still works. Somehow it works. <laughs> somehow it works. So, yeah. So, I guess we will get started with our shot. Shot of the day is still coconut rum, Malibu. Please sponsor us. Dink and stink. We'll take any sponsors. <laughs> oh. Wow, I poured a lot for us. I'm so sorry. Yeah, y- you did. That was more like a double shot. It was. Oh, well. Um, oh, well. <laughs> Could be worse. Too late now. So another thing, too, um, if you didn't catch it from last episode, we have now decided we're going to be shuffling mm-hmm. the cards that we read at the very end um, off camera and off mic. So we take videos on Hunter's phone now, and then we're going to post them on TikTok the day before it goes up. Um, so if you haven't seen that, you can go check it out on our TikTok page. It will already be there when this goes up. So yes, ma'am. I believe I start. Oh yeah. Okay. So I've been talking about thin places. Mm. Also, making sure I'm not. Okay. So the thinning veil mm-hmm. is another way that it's. Oh okay. Called. So. Also, I don't have my iPad today. So if you're watching on YouTube, I am using my phone. I'm not being rude. My notes are on here. (laughs) Okay. So there is a liminal space between our world and the spirit world, basically. Okay. So this means there's like a time and space that's between our physical world that we can actually like tangibly touch things and everything and then the spirit world which i have to say when i was reading this every time it said something about spirit world all i could think about was avatar the last airbender no, no. <laughs> and like the spirit realm and stuff it's the same right yeah Are we not living in avatar right now i wish <laughs> so um in other things so that so a lot of them said something about like the spirit world specifically mm. but then other things was talking that it was Thin places connect our world to a capital O other world. Oh, so like it's I've, like like it's not just like an other world. It's the other world. Yeah, yeah. So for some reason, you can 
think about this however you want, but you know, these are different examples that people might think the other world is. Heaven, the kingdom. Oh, the, the kingdom? Paradise. Wait. Hell, the abyss, or the unknown? The kingdom. Like God's kingdom. Oh, okay. I'm like, uh, I really like Game of Thrones. <laughs> like, what kingdom are we talking about here? Yeah, so... Um, so yeah, so those are the different places that people think we are, we get like close to. Okay. I don't know how I feel, but I, I like thinking about it as like, in maybe that's where our spirit guides and stuff are kind of just mm. hanging out and in these thin places you can like feel them more or something like that. Okay. You know? But they can, but just cause it's thin doesn't mean they're like popping out. Right. Okay. It's just so then I'll why, get okay. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't ask questions. Okay, so. okay. So, um liminal, since this is a liminal space, uh, liminal comes from the Latin word limen, which means I threshold. I'm just kidding. I was gonna say, did you know that from your <laughs> I Latin? I didn't learn Latin Latin. <laughs> no, all you know is Atrium. Yep. I can read some Roman numerals too. Because of yep, Latin. But I can also and I didn't take Latin. That's because you're obsessed with Greece and stuff. Don't they have the same numbers? Roman. not. I know, but do the Greece n- not have the same numbers? Are they very different? I don't know. Oh. But I thought you just... Because you like all that stuff. Like the yeah, no, I do. Stuff. You're right. But I don't Is think that that's you... why I know Roman numerals. Oh, how do you know Roman numerals? Because they're used for stuff. Yeah, but like... I I, I don't know. I've just always... I, I don't know. Because it, it wasn't, like, wasn't taught in my school. I mean... I don't think it was taught in mine either, taught. but I think I learned it from, like, Hemon Papa. Oh, okay. Like, I asked them about it because I saw it, and I was like, what is IV? You know, mm. it probably stemmed from, like, seeing the Super Bowl and how they named the Super Bowl off with Roman numerals. That's sad. Why does the Super Bowl... So, Anyways. Anyway. Why does the Super Bowl do that, guys? I don't know. It's super cool. So, this is also referred to as the veil. Mm, the veil. Wait. Wait. The liminal space. So, you're saying that... the veil. So you're saying that there's a veil over all of the world, but in some areas of that one singular veil, there's thin places. Yes. Are there any holes? So. So. <laughs> um, so something interesting. There's not just thin places. There's also thin times. So oh. around um, Samhain, mm-hmm. as we've touched on before, mm-hmm. um, this is when the veil is the thinnest, but it can also start as early as like the beginning of September. Um, this is Virgo season, which is the sign of the harvest maiden. So apparently all of that goes, I don't know. I don't know how that all goes together, but okay. it apparently all goes together. So do you know the harvest maiden's name or is that what she's called? The harvest maiden. Okay. I don't know, man. I wasn't sure if this was like a Celtic, uh, Gaelic or Celtic, uh, Wiccan god goddess. Um, it didn't specify, but this, the thin places stuff does come from like Celtic. Mm, okay religion and stuff and then the christians of course took it over so Uh. anyway um veils are also thin in places where ecosystems and elements meet so the elements being water earth fire and air once again avatar Uh, dude (laughs) what the fuck um so some examples okay thank you yes um waterfalls so that's earth and water meeting okay volcanoes fire mm. and earth meeting those are like different so at those places are where things are oh. like thin places might happen so uh thin places make it easier to connect to the spirit world mm-hmm. year round in these specific places where the elements meet okay so like any volcano uh, apparently hmm. yeah um so there are large spaces where the veil is lifted or it's fully non-existent lifted who's yeah. lifting it us me <laughs> me with my strong arms doing a deadlift so deadlifting the veil these are called vortices 295 pounds <laughs> the veil is 295 pounds yes the whole veil over the, the whole earth whole veil <laughs> oh god so so these places are called vortices where it doesn't exist where it's non-existent or lifted okay for a time being um there are some examples of where these are um sedona in arizona 
Ayers Rock in Australia and Stonehenge in England. Mm. Um, also, where ley lines cross, so where they cross specific spots, um, this seems to denote places on Earth where the veil is the thinnest, and Stonehenge is one of those examples, which I'm sure you will talk about. Mm. <laughs> um, a thin place, just to reiterate, it's a place in our world where the veil theme is thin between here and another world so Keep an eye on theme. <laughs> ancient uh pagan celts joined joined coined the term and then it was later used by christians as i said okay so christians use it for like the heaven the kingdom thing yeah okay or hell i guess well, i don't know why you would want to uh, be closer to hell anyway here are officially noted thin places okay um saint peter's basilica in the vatican city Mm. The Blue Mosque in Istanbul and the Druid Forest in France. Istanbul, not Constantinople. (laughs) Every time I hear that, I just think of the dance on Just Dance that we do. If you're an educated uh, person, you would know all about this. Um, I think I would always play the whale. I thought Um, it was a dolphin. Or a shark. I feel like every time we debate this, I always see it as a whale, but then you bring up how it might be a dolphin or a shark, and, and then I believe you. So it's some sort of aquatic sea creature. It's an aquatic and then, mammal. What are you? You're, there's a zebra, there's a pe- parrot, and then there's... I think I'm the zebra. I think you're the, the zebra, too. What is the other one? Oh, my gosh. Don't. We're fake friends. <gasps> it's like a rat. I think it's a rat. Maybe I'm the rat. Mm, no, I think I'm the zebra. I think you're the zebra. Anyways. Um, anyway, so yeah, Istanbul. If you get it, you get it. Ist- <laughs> Istanbul, not Constantinople, not just to clarify. So next time we go to France together. Oh, yes. Because it's happening um, again. Because for sure. We need to go to the Druid Forest. Um, <gasps> the Druid Forest is in France? Yeah. Well, there is a Druid yes, Forest yes. in France. I didn't know that. Yeah. So the thing I was reading was someone like that was in France and they're like going around and they came to this one place the Druid Forest, Mm -hmm. and someone told them you can hike in here and you can picnic in this area as long as you do it in silence. So him and like all of the people he was with were like, yeah, let's try it. And so they went and Mm -hmm. they hiked in silence. They didn't say a single word to each other. They sat down and they ate in silence and they didn't say a single word to each other and then they left. Oh my gosh, that sounds like it would be so therapeutic and like peaceful peaceful and like awakening and like because we've gone on hikes but obviously we're talking the whole time i wonder how it like especially in a place like that where it's you know it's so beautiful oh yeah no oh yeah it's way more beautiful than the horse trail that um that we that's been really hiking. funny that you bring that up because i talk about it you talk later. about the horse trail the horse trail oh no do you i do i know exactly why you talk about it i don't think you do actually really we'll get there okay so um, people have reported that all of these places were very sacred and that it they felt like it brought them closer to a different world and mm-hmm. that the existence of this other world was like so real to them that it was like almost palpable. Oh. Yeah. So this is very interesting. There is a quote from Mahatma Gandhi in his spiritual message to the world from 1931. 1931. And he said, yeah, he said, there is an indefinable, mysterious power that pervades everything i feel it though i do not see it it is this unseen power that makes itself felt and yet defies all proof because it is so unlike all that i perceive through my senses it transcends the senses end quote isn't that really cool that is really cool also mysterious and kind of ominous oh yeah so (laughs) um these thin places there's other places that are like similar to this, but not exactly the same. So this isn't to be confused with a happy place, which I'm sure you've heard like people just call things. Oh, it's my happy place. Like that's like actually a term for something. Yeah. So happy places bring an overwhelming sense of joy and peace. And it allows people the tools to be able to separate from everyday stresses and then let them refuel and regroup before returning to the tasks at hand. Mm-hmm. So your happy place could be like your room or mm-hmm. like uh, under a tree outside of your neighborhood or something like yeah, that like okay. it can be something that you just find peace in that you aren't thinking about all of the stresses of life and then you can move on after um however some happy places can be thin places mm. so they can overlap but like not all not all happy places are thin places basically okay um and then there's also this is really interesting too 
on top of thin places, there are also thin moments. What? Yeah. So this is when times when the mysterious power that Mahatma Gandhi was talking about is mm-hmm. felt during a particular experience or how they put it, like a synchronistic course of events. So some examples they give of this are the birth of your child, the return of a loved one from when they're being, go- like when they're gone for a while, mm-hmm. reconciliation with an enemy, a spiritual an awakening. enemy? I know. Anyways. Anyway. Um. <laughs> an enemy. So um, those are thin moments that you okay. might experience. And yes. No. Oh. I feel like you might get there. Okay. I won't ask. <laughs> okay. So there are ways that you can experience this feeling yourself um, when there are spaces in time when your own personal veil is lifted. So this was really interesting. It like all of a sudden started talking about a personal veil. Um, mm. So it's like there is a veil that goes across all of the earth, but then there's also everyone has their own personal veil with the spirit world, I guess. So apparently there's times when this can be lifted. So here are some times when that could happen. When you're alone and having a quiet moment, like just to yourself, in your own element, like literally your own element. So like you are a Sagittarius mm. and that's fire. So like when you're near fire, it could bring a thin, it could lift the veil. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for some, running and swimming could bring Ooh. them um, thin times, places, moments. Bella. Whatever. Bella swimming with her... Um- what are they waterproof headset? But she said the music stopped halfway through, and then <laughs> that's <laughs> just kept so going. tragic. It get it got the veil got thicker once the music stopped. I'm, it, sure. I'm sure it did. <laughs> I'm sure it did. Um, and then another thing um, is moments between awake and asleep, or sleep and awake. That can be mm-hmm. a time like, when the veil is lifted. Once, so like liminal space between sleeping and awake. Wait. Are you talking about like during the day or like during night? Or are you talking about like that that time when you're like half asleep, half awake? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. The time <sighs> when you're about to fall asleep and like you're not there yet and you're still kind of aware of what's going on. Mm. Or like vice versa when you're just waking up but you're not fully awake yet. I, f- I would, that's like so weird because I feel like during those moments I do feel like. Different. Different. I was going to say not like peaceful necessarily just like like not out of body but like i don't know how to describe no, it. no i know what you're i saying. don't know how to I, describe it uh-huh it feels like i don't know how i keep trying exactly. to like come up with words to describe it but i literally can't but like like today i was like half asleep half awake and it's like time isn't ha- isn't nothing's real it feels like time is yeah. like there is no time because you're like in between like when you're asleep there is no time but when you're awake there is so when you're like in that halfway stage it's like everything is different yeah (laughs) this is a really good i'm really good at describing um how i feel guys (laughs) no that's i mean that's kind of the point is that you can't describe it Mm -hmm. you know i wish i could uh yeah so um also the time of day can help with this so um like dawn or dusk once oh. again some sort of liminal space between till dawn. yes okay so once again it's a lot of like these liminal places so like this liminal space between morning and night or night and morning like this t- this this time period when it's not one or the other it's both mm, the gray area yeah basically hmm. so oh Other times in the year that are of spiritual significance to you could also bring this. So like if you're like uh, if you're like really religious, you're a Christian and Mm. Easter is a really, really spiritual connection between you and God or you and Jesus, the veil could be thin for you then. Um, And this could be because your intuition is probably heightened at this time, which allows for this connection to happen easier. Um. And then how people have described it is when you are in this space, it's like everything that you perceive through your senses is charged or electrified or illuminated. It's just like you experience things more than you would elsewhere. Um, And then so you can't find them. 
you can't just go out looking for them really unless there's those like specific places that are already like considered some but if you do open up your spirit i guess okay if you like set your intention to try and find a thin place Mm. a thin place will find you basically Mm. so this brings me to the one place in the woods that we had walked because that one spot before we got to the picnic table when it was like in the middle and it was like all the trees were there and it looked like it was a place where like witches might dance around a fire yes that i felt like that could have been a thin place for us and we like didn't even know what it was yet yeah that i don't know how to describe this to you guys but there's like a horse trail it's like a bike trail walking trail and horse trail Mm -hmm. like all different they they, like pass each other and um at one point you're we're like going up this hill because eventually you get to this point where all the trees are like gone and it's just like a field but you're at the top of this hill and it's so pretty like look out on the on like the hill on the valley Mm -hmm. and it's literally so beautiful but right before you get to that point there's like this area in the woods where the trees are like almost in a circle circle. yeah Yeah, it's like almost circular there's just like this empty space and then like leaning like against one tree people have placed branches going up in like a teepee shape or like some sort of like ritualistic like statue almost yeah and there's like and then like around i think i think around the sticks there's like other sticks or like stones that have like placed around it like yeah there were well there were definitely stones or stumps or something that were like maybe not necessarily in a full circle but like a half circle or something yeah yeah and it's like so random it is it's so it doesn't random. fit with the like even no. the trees are different from the every trees. other tree that we saw while we were hiking and they're literally like it's a forest right for there's trees randomly placed but not in this circular area yeah there is not it was like pine trees that are there and it was um they were like like the the ground was even different because there's no yeah. leaves in that area it's nope. all like just needles and it's like soft yep. and so there's like and it's, it's much, like flat and it's like less noisy even though we're going up a hill it's somehow flat yeah. in the area yeah it's like literally flat yeah so that i felt like maybe we came in co- in contact with that without even realizing and then another one that i think i came in contact with mm. was really recent um when kyle and i went to washington we did this hike that was like a two-ish mile hike i think Mm. to this waterfall and this waterfall was like deep in these woods like you couldn't there it's very hard to explain you took this all the way down and then it was like these steps that were made out of stone and then you had to like go you had to like walk on basically an edge of a cliff like like scale this cliff sideways to -hmm. be able to like get through and then down to where the so you have to scale and then you have to scale this cliff yeah like sideways Mm -hmm. and then you finally get down to this waterfall area okay and it's gorgeous it's like this little pool area if you actually went underneath the waterfall but otherwise it's like just this land is just like it's flat and there's a little bit of a river that goes through and it's just like it's just this crazy experience. The only thing that made it less of a thin place, I would say, is that there's okay. this huge highway that was built. You mm. couldn't, you can't hear the cars. You can just oh. see it. And it was like a gray it's day. Weird. It was misty. It was, it was the craziest feeling I've ever had. Like. That is crazy. It, it felt, it felt insane. And it was. you couldn't hear the cars. Yeah. Because you could only hear, you could hear the waterfall. Mm. And what was really weird about that is that I thought we were there for like, I don't know, a couple minutes, took some pictures, and then we were there for like a half hour. Mm. It like did not feel like we were there for that long. It's just like, like time passed differently in that area. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. It was so pretty. So. This is in Washington? Yeah. So that's my thin place. Jealous. Potential. <laughs> Very jealous. I can't think of any other actually no that's a lie. Um I don't know if I don't know if this would be like a thin place but me and my friend Kaylee when we were really good friends in high school at the end of like 
my subdivision. It's just like a dead end. And it's just like a forest after that. And we decided to just go like walking in this forest. Yeah. I don't know why we did that. We just come on. To, we loved we doing that in the woods. And but I'm like my me. OK, my cul-de-sac or whatever you want to call this subdivision. We don't communicate with each other at all. I don't know the neighbors. Nobody goes outside. Um, It's like empty. And so it was weird to like explore my my subdivision because i've never done that before. yeah but at the end after the dead end it's just like a forest and me and my friend kaylee went walking and we like found this area and it was like from the 40s and 50s we found a shit ton of like bottles and stuff from so long ago and there was like chairs and like a car broken down what the and hell? like parts everywhere and like oh an old peanut butter like an old peanut butter uh glass because it was glass obviously back in the day everything was glass so we found like an old peanut butter glass jiffy i think it's called jiffy i don't think it was jeff i think it was jiffy or or something yeah. like that peanut butter and it's just like we were there for so long i swear to you were there for That's so, so cool. long there was not that much to see honestly but we were there forever we were just digging under because it was cold out we were like digging under the leaves we were like digging literally in the dirt we found like cans from like old 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 coke cans it was just like really really cool really i think cool. i still have some of like the glass bottles in my room because that I, wouldn't surprise me i, I feel like keep that's something you would collect <laughs> i keep literally everything that i find um i'm a hoarder but not really but like only the good stuff um <laughs> that's what every hoarder says <laughs> i'm okay i can't the, my the, she's not a hoarder i'm not a hoarder the you can see the floor of my room okay you can't see the floor of mine and it's not because i'm a hoarder it's because i haven't done laundry in like a month mm. But anyways, I felt like that was a, a thin place because yeah. we were there for like, honestly, not that long, but it felt like we were there for like days. Like it literally felt like we were there for like days. That's crazy. And we just kept finding stuff. I was like, what? This is so cool. That's really cool. That's really, really cool. We didn't leave until like sun went down. It, it was really cool. I need to go out there again. I was going to say we should. We should. We'll plan a day. Well... The last time we we tried to explore my subdivision, we got scared. I don't want to talk about Okay, to be fair, we did it at like 11 at night and we were two So here's the thing. We were obsessed with Stranger Things. Were? Were. We are obsessed I with Stranger Things. I love Eddie. We dressed up for fun. Not, not Halloween. Halloween. We dressed up for fun, not Halloween. Just want to clarify that. Um, I was Mike. She was I Dustin. I was Dustin. Jade was Dustin. And... We wanted to live that 80s Stranger Things life. And so we were like, let's go for a ride bike ride. our bike at 11 p.m. in November. The tires were flat. And it was 11 p.m. But it was 11 p.m. So we couldn't fill them up because it would have been too loud. Mm-mm. So we decided to do it anyway. But that didn't, yeah, it didn't stop us. So we are riding these flat ass tired bikes down my. <laughs> we barely got down the road at we- all literally like left the driveway went down this little tiny road that's turn like left turn left and then stopped and then we were like wow this is these bikes are awful scary the bikes were horrible these bikes are really awful so we just we can't do abandoned that. them on the side of the road in someone's yard yard and we we're like let's walk let's just we walk instead this. it's fine and then we heard noises uh, mm-hmm. about a block down, got scared, turned mm-hmm. around and went back and then just listened to 80s music uh-huh. in the in my camper. camper. That was in the driveway. For the rest of the night. Yeah. that I mean, so that was our our escapade. We have pictures. We, we have pictures. do have pictures. I don't know if Ross is going to show you the pictures. We should show them the pictures. Mm, you have them. I don't think I have them. I thought you but- had them. Maybe you sent them to me. I can look for them, but we we'll both look. really, really, really disgusting. Cute. <laughs> um, if Shiny Things wants to hire us, <laughs> we I are will available. Bring back Eddie from the dead and be his lover. We are available. Uh, I will be Steve Harrington's lover. Yes. We already have talked about this. Like, how come Steve Harrington and Eddie need to get brought up every conversation we have? <laughs> 
everyone listening is like why literally what is wrong with them why do they need to keep talking about steve harrington uh look at him why do we need to keep talking about eddie oh, oh look at him you're jealous of the curls jesus um, christ so anyway so, so why are ley we lines ley lines um um by the way there's work being done on the house so if you hear banging we're gonna try and stop when it's like really loud but if you hear like a slight little that every once in a while um i'm so sorry i i yeah i apologize i um they should honestly have been done by now because they got a lot of work done but um ley lines so yeah theme is veil i'm more vain i'm doing vain um so Ley lines, I... I know nothing about them. This is like know. a quote. I can't... I don't know why I don't have who said this quote. But here's a quote. <laughs> ley lines are an implied network of impressionistic significance said to run across the land in straight intersecting lengths, not unlike a cobweb, said by believers to link or align ancient monuments, notable landscape features, and settlements across the world on a series of invisible energy pathways. Ooh. So basically... Ley lines are invisible pathways, not anything you can see technically. But, okay, wait. So are ley lines, like, real? Like, it's not, like, there is actual... How do I put this? There are actual energy fields that are stronger in certain areas, like these ley lines or magnetic fields that are stronger. I will talk about that later. Okay, cool. Okay, so the, um, like you were talking about in your section, the intersecting points along the ley lines are also coincidentally places where a lot of sacred temples and monuments in the world are, including the Egyptian pyramids, Machu Picchu, Machu Picchu, Machu Machu, Stonehenge, 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 and, and yeah. Um, so when it comes to ley lines, the interesting thing about them is that, like, it's not, like, ley lines is, like, the American version. Because there's other, like, other places have their own, like, understanding of, like, ley lines, but they're, like, not called ley lines. Oh. So in China, ley lines are known as dragon lines, I guess. Oh. And these, like, dragon lines go back, like, thousands of years to, like, ancient China. Wow. Yeah, because I thought, I thought that ley lines were like a recent thing, and I think they are fairly like recent, like in terms of like discovery or whatever you want to call it, in America. But a lot of like ancient civilizations talk about like these energy lines, yeah, that, like shoot across the world. So in China, they're called dragon lines, um, but I guess they were also referred to as dead roads. Okay. So the Chinese thought that spirits, tra- like, were the ones that were, like, traveling, like, the lines as if they were, like, a road for spirits. But I guess that spirits can only travel in straight lines. So the ley lines are, like, straight, but it's, like, cobwebs all over. Does that make sense? Yeah. So the ley line doesn't, like, go straight and then turn. It's just, like, straight and then eventually, like, slowly, like, I don't know how to- Does that make sense to you? Like, it's not just, like, one straight line, but it's, like, they're at an angle where it goes around it, like, the world. Spirals. Yeah. And it's like they crisscross each other and blah, blah, blah. But it's all like supposedly one street. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I guess like in Chinese, ancient Chinese culture believes that um, the, like the longer the distance between like intersections it like builds up an energy so like because they intersect like they the ley lines um, sorry the dragon lines intersect and the longer the line like the more energy is like built up from the line and so they believe that the energy is like dangerous to living things so they would like put barriers like buildings and like, they would literally, <laughs> like, change the landscape to, like, interrupt, like, the dragon lines. Interesting. Yeah. So, like, they use the dragon lines to decide where houses and stuff should be placed. 
oh. to to make sure there's no like bad energy. And this is where like I guess feng shui I was, comes from. Stop. Yeah. I before you said that I was literally about to ask, does that have to do with feng shui? Yeah. I guess that's where feng shui stop. Comes that's from. So, like all the bad absolutely. Energy. It's like you read my mind and answered my question before I could even ask because I literally was about. To, that's <laughs> the insane. next words out of your mouth were feng shui. Yes. Quite literally. So, yeah, that's where feng shui comes wow, from. Wow, that's really interesting. They would, like, when I say that they would, like, change the landscape, like, they would tear down, like, hills. They would, like, take down mountains or, like, make mountains. They would, like, literally. Like, the like the grass mounds that they have all over China? Are those? Um, I don't know that specifically, but I'm sure that's where it comes from. Because they would, I like, know. They would, like, literally oh. make them. That's so interesting because I've heard about those before and how apparently like, oh, they're trying to cover it up and yada, yada, yada. But maybe it's not that deep and it's just that they were put there because of the dragon lines. Yeah. I guess Coal Hill is like a a major hill and they made that hill as man-made because it was on like a really big, like a major path that divides north and south like China. Um, and I guess each year the emperor would climb this hill that they made and perform a ritual to invoke the power of the dragon for his land. I know. How awesome is that? <laughs> invoke the power of the dragon? Hello. So I guess I'm just confused why they would call it dragon lines and not want to like come in contact with them, but then also want to invoke the power of the dragon on the land. Um, I didn't include this part, but there's, like, like a whole backstory with, like, a dragon that I guess, like, I think he got, like, he got slain or something, and so it's, like, his blood or something running through the lands, and so they, like, want to, it sounds like they want to use that power, like, for themselves, but I guess if, if there's too much dragon power, like, bad energy, it's just, like, bad energy so that's why they like disrupt things and like with feng shui like in the house they like don't want a lot of straight lines like i think it's right they want constant movement because i guess it's it's bad juju it's like the energy how to make the energy flow in a room yes yes make the energy flow interesting yeah so that's china um i and then in ireland they're called fairy paths (gasps) Isn't that so cute? That's really cute. So they think that there are lines like around the globe that fairies use to travel. And that's why like they're called fairy paths. So it's just like, it's like how the uh, the, Chinese, the Chinese were talking about like the dragon, the blood, the spirits, whatever. Um, in Ireland, it's like fairies are walking along this path. <laughs> they're flowing along. So there's this book series that I'm in the middle of reading that, mm-hmm. um, and by in the middle of reading, I mean, I read the first one when I was in high school and then never got the okay. second one and then didn't finish the second one this past summer and then had to turn it back into the library so um, i haven't finished so, it so but but they use fairies to like fly because they can go through certain pathways that like humans can't or whatever so i wonder oh, if that's like taking like yeah basically like they have like fairy doors and stuff that they can like and they can go wherever mm-hmm. they like open up a portal and they use the fairy paths which humans can't use Unless you're holding on to a fairy. Oh. See, because the, the Irish believe that humans shouldn't interrupt the path. Like, they shouldn't walk along the path because the fairies are walking along the path. And if they, like, did walk along the path, I guess, I guess the fairies would get mad and it would, like, be bad. It's, like, bad luck to walk along the fairy paths. Huh. So you can walk, like, next to them, as far as my understanding. But not on them. Yeah. I think you can cross them, but, like, just don't walk with like them. that's their lane yeah like, get out of their lane right is, like yeah what i'm getting right okay okay so then i guess i guess in south america the shamans referred to these lines as spirit lines in australia the aboriginals called them dream lines and then obviously in the west they're called energy lines it's basically the same thing okay so the concept of wave lines was first proposed by alfred watkins in 1921 i guess he was in in Herefordshire, which is, I think, it just like in, he was somewhere in England, guys. <laughs> and he was riding a horse by some hills uh, when he noticed that many of the footpaths seemed to connect one hilltop to another, like in a straight line. So when he was studying a map, he like basically like, like drew them in, drew them in, 
So he believed that in ancient times when Britain was, like, really forested, the, like, country was crisscrossed by a network of straight-line travel routes. And then, like, the prominent features in the landscape were used as, like, navigation points. So he, he, his take on ley lines is that they aren't, like, psychic or energy fields, but, like, that there's, like, a genuine, like, science behind it. Like, like, people would know, like, I need to make it to that mountaintop. Do you know what I mean? Like, they would use, like, the mountaintops because they could see the mountaintops as ways of navigating. Okay. So, like... He he pictures the ley lines as like a navigational thing, and I but I guess uh. that's where the term ley lines comes from is from him, and people have like taken that and like turned it into like a psychic thing. Interesting. So okay, In so the there West. is there is technically some sort of science behind it. Then, if you want to call geography a science, I would. Okay. I think you just offended a lot of geographers out there. I did. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, um, so, but when it comes to ley lines, I guess they're, because people say that they're like like energy lines, right? right? But I guess they're not like detected. So it's not like like electromagnetic energy okay. things. Okay. So it's like. So like an EMF isn't going to pick it up. Yeah. So it's just like psychics and people who like claim to feel the energy that are like feeling feeling the lines interesting yeah so outside of like a geographical like maybe they used it like to know where they're going thing it's like a psychic thing there's no like actual like proof that there is energy like that's really interesting it's very very interesting to me that multiple places and cultures have this thing yeah. Like that that's always very very fascinating to me when something's not necessarily like tangible but multiple places around the world either believe in it or have some sort of version of it. Yes. That's why cuz like when I was first like looking this up I was like wow there's not a lot of like of information about like ley lines but then I I discovered that like every place talks about the ley lines just like in a slightly different right way, but they're all like the same thing that's really cool i did not know so i knew about ley lines before researching this because mm-hmm. i read a book called the raven boys and if you haven't read it guys <gasps> i think you've talked to me about this i one. definitely have talked to you about you this. had to call me and rant one time i think oh i'm sure i'm sure i did but it is really good but they, like, use ley lines in that and, like, part of, um, part of, like, where the ley lines come in is, like, in the story, there's, like, a forest that has a name and I forgot the name. They, like, named it. They, like, named the forest themselves. <laughs> Grey Warren. It's called Grey Warren, I think. But the forest, like, they find out is, like, uh, they, like, discover ley lines because one of the people in the books is, like, obsessed with ley lines and he's obsessed with, like, this dead king who he people claim like is still alive but buried somewhere or something and they think he's on a ley line and so that he like knows all about ley lines and they find this magical forest and then he's like oh this forest is on a ley line that's probably why it's like so magical and it's like mysterious and like veily like in terms of like the thinning of the veil and i guess like there's a cemetery at one point where like the veil is very thin that's talked about so like that's where i know ley lines from obviously in that book it's like a lot (laughs) more like magical yeah yeah but i actually honestly i think you would really like it because like this girl the main girl's entire family is like all psychics so like their whole job they like literally all the females in the family live together in this one house and they all do their own like psychic work i I think it is love that it is so fucking cute like literally it's her her mom her aunt her cousins (laughs) everyone and there's like a character in the book named persephone and she reminds me of Luna so, 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 so. Yep. We pulled a Persephone yep. card. Um, if we you did. haven't watched the TikTok. We did pull a I don't know what that means yet. That's but. so weird that... Oh, the connections, you guys. Dude, um, it's crazy. <laughs> every, I feel like every time we pull the cards, there's some sort of connection. But yeah. It's like, that's like a really weird connection. Like, the... Anyways, so you would like that. I think anybody who is listening to this would like that. That's where I learned about ley lines, but obviously, and that's like way more like magical. But so when I was doing the research, I didn't realize that like there was like geographical like yeah 
connection. Like, I knew, like, no, actually, I guess I didn't. Like, before I read this, I didn't think that, like, the Stonehenge or whatever is, like, on a ley line. Yeah. But I guess some people are saying, like, technically, you could have a ley line anywhere. Anywhere you could put a straight line. I guess theoretically, yeah. Yeah. So, So that's, like, people's, like, critique on it. And obviously the fact that there's no, like, electromagnetic thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I think it is really interesting, though, if you, like I said, if you consider that many different cultures have this or that there is some sort of science behind it where using mountaintops can help navigate areas. Like, I, I mm-hmm. think that there's something to say for that, at least. Yeah. Also, I don't know how this connects. I, But I thought this fact was, like, pretty interesting. I guess an article in New Scientist magazine published in 1987 suggests that a species of um suggests that like pigeons whales bees and even bacteria can navigate yeah they navigate using the earth's magnetic field that would make sense so the whales especially i feel like that would make a lot of sense so it's thought that a tissue containing a substance called called mag magnetite is responsible for this and magnetite enables living creatures to sense magnetic changes and i guess that this magnetite has been found in human tissue like found at the front of their skull in the prefrontal cortex um sure (laughs) um but like wouldn't that make sense that like if we had that in like there i wish there was like like electromagnetic like detection on these lines because it would make sense that if we had like something in our brain that's like can navigate using the earth's magnetic field it would make sense that if those were the pathways the pathways like there's some rhyme or reason for the path that like people were making well i know that they've said or i've like heard this thing before that was talking about how um all of like the big monument and stuff so like the pyramids like stonehenge Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. um the aztec ruins and stuff they're all on the same line and they all match up with some sort of constellation um, but I wonder if that also has to do with, like, the the ley lines, too. It could be all on, like, oh. one line of, like, the ley lines or something. Yeah. So there's this quote uh, by, like, skeptics, but, like, I thought it was pretty interesting. Okay. So the quote goes, A good analogy is that ley lines exist in the same way that astrological constellations exist. You could draw or imagine lines connecting certain stars to form the horns of the Taurus constellations, the scales of the Libra sign, or the Big Dipper. But that doesn't mean that those points were placed there to make that pattern. The way that patterns of stars are grouped and connected is arbitrary and artificial, not guided by anything in nature or reality. They are patterns our brain impose on the world around us. The only meaning is that which we bring to it. End quote. I agree with that, but I also think that, that it's a very human thing to find patterns in yes. anything. We need to find patterns yeah. to cope. Like, literally, since, like, way, way, way back, like, even Neanderthal days when they were, like, or the Mayans, they made this calendar. Why? Because if they didn't, it's, time is just an endless Meaningless. Loop. We need to have some sort of, like, Something. standard parameters for everything or else we're, we'd all go literally crazy. Yeah. But I read that and I was like, that's like a really good point. I re- Well, I really like that. And that doesn't, I, I like that that means they're not discrediting it fully. Yes. But they're saying that, you know, there is some truth to it because we chose to find these lines just like yes. we chose to find the lines in constellations. Yeah. Like it didn't have any meaning before we give meaning to it. But that's, but that's, all, that's how it is with everything. Life, that's, that's what life is. That's reality. Nothing it's has like, meaning until we give it meaning. Exactly. Like swear words. Like swear words. Their words like time um anyways before we get to <laughs> we do this every single time every, jesus christ everything is existential anyways but i was thinking and you know how we were talking we did the michigan stonehenge and the rocks were like in a line like what if those were like following one of the ley lines because i guess um when i was looking this up like in some of the druid forests that you were talking about there's like stones that like people have found like in a path Almost like it could either be geographical, like that's how they were like detecting like their roads and stuff, mm-hmm. or people were thinking that it's like connected to the ley lines, like people like because you weren't like supposed to walk on the ley lines, or in some places the ley lines like you you could walk on them. Like this is a way to like um what's the word like label them, I guess. Yeah. And so I was thinking like, what if the, like the Stonehenge in Lake Michigan is like 
in a because it's in a line mm-hmm. what if it's like falling one of the ley lines so i was like trying to like look it up but it, nothing would tell me like where the rocks are i was gonna or say what, are there cardinal directions that they're facing so i have no clue are there like pictures of the ley lines drawn around the world like that will show yeah. does it pass through i don't know that's what i was trying to figure out there's no way for me to know i don't know like that sucks yeah people don't want to tell you like exactly where the rocks are oh because they don't want people like visiting it yeah that makes so sense. so they've like tried to keep it like pretty i understand that <laughs> but i was like oh that's really it, like, interesting popped into my head i was like wait a second yeah that would make a lot of like sense yeah that it would. it's like another it once again goes back that far mm-hmm yep so yeah that's really cool those are ley lines that's real i love how we both went for a different theme and they still (laughs) connected totally different theme veins and and veils and yet they're basically here we are (laughs) here we are okay is it time for the uh it's time okay i that means i have to it's time move my hand i'm so sorry elias oh okay so i have the woodland wooden wardens so i have the woodland wardens (laughs) the first card i have is the snail and huckleberry and it's called it says on the card trust in the invisible so fuck off the invisible like ley lines what is happening so the determined and deliberate i cannot speak today So, the determined and deliberate snail carries its home on its back. While it may seem like a simple, humble creature, the spiral of its shell portrays great mystery, represents the cycle of life. Like the snail, the huckleberry is sometimes associated with smallness smallness and insignificance. A huckleberry in the late 19th century slang was a person of little significance. However, it is a powerful fruit that grows plentifully, offering life-sustaining nutrients to both humans and woodland creatures. Together, the snail and huckleberry invite an appreciation for what is beneath the surface and trust in what cannot be seen. And because it is upright, we have now is a good time to follow your bliss, trusting and invisible supports. With great risk comes great reward. The questions are, when have I benefited from trusting in subtle clues? How can I look beyond appearances towards deeper meaning? That's so, so weird. That's so weird. Invisible trust in the invisible. Stop. That's the one that like popped out first when you were just shuffling, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Oh no, 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 that was the no, other one. That was, was the butterfly. The right. Okay. Okay. So I have dryads. Um, the keywords for this are wisdom and grounding. Uh, dryads are female nature spirits who preside over. Gr- <laughs> I like how I pause too, as if I need to. I literally like mid sip. Okay, uh, so I have dryads. The key words for this are wisdom and grounding. So dryads are female nature spirits who preside over groves and forests. Each tree in the forest has a dryad as a protector. And when a tree dies, its dryad guardian dies with it. Mm. We've definitely had this card before. Yeah. When you walk through a forest or garden, you may notice certain elemental beings or nature spirits call out to you to come closer. And other voices are forbidding and you naturally stay away. This is a high-frequency form of communication that those who spend time in nature know very well. Spending time Stop. outdoors improves focus, reduces stress, and Stop accelerates reading. healing both physically and spiritually. Listen, so obviously we all know that this sounds exactly like what we were talking about. Okay, but I do also want to point out another thing. You were talking about the druids. I was talking about the druids and like the what are these called? Dryads. Dryads have so much to do with like what druids like believe in in terms of like the nature and I just why is everything connected? This is why I like Oracle and Tarot so much. Um, so this card is a reminder to get some fresh air, fall in love with the tree, bask under its shade, make a connection, and listen listen to the wisdom of the tree sisters. That's really cool. That is really that's cool. crazy. I love that. It's too cold to do that though. Um, yeah. In Michigan. So the second card I have is the butterfly and snowdrop. And the snowdrop meaning- is my um my birth flower. I don't oh I was gonna say I don't know mine. I'm sure it's a poinsettia. Probably because my birthday is December seventeenth. For those of you that don't know, and mine's January sixteenth. Are there 
very close. We have like oh, a snowdrop, poinsettia. They go with it together. Did, so aww. Well. Anyway, you were saying. Anyways, snowdrop. as I was saying, the meaning <laughs> of the butterfly and snowdrop is hope. The butterfly and snowdrop, two symbols of spring. Oh, I love spring. Um, remind us that winter will soon end, and hope is on the ra- horizon. Butterflies develop through metamorphosis, transforming from an egg into a larva, then becoming a pupa or chrysalis. Chrysalis, yep. And finally hatching into an adult. The egg stage is so humble, and the full-grown butterfly is so astounding. The process can feel like magic. The snowdrop has a bit of magic about it as well. It is one of the first flowers to appear towards the end of winter, signifying that brighter, longer days are just around the corner. And this was also upright, and it says... A period of hardship is coming to a close and better days are ahead. Take heart in signs of the coming thaw. Dude. Dude, me with my semester. Yes! This semester has literally been like a semester from hell for me. For both of us, I think. And I am like just dying for that last paper or the last thing I have to turn in. And then next semester, for me, I don't know what you... Do you have one class? Oh. Next semester, I only have one class and I am like praising every lord I have. I have two classes that are required but then i have to take a third for financial aid to be able to cover because you have to be Ew. over half time you can't just be half time student make any, why would i have to take more classes that i don't need to just to get financial like wouldn't you rather me just not do you know what i mean like now you're paying more like they're paying more money and you're paying more money mm-hmm. just to do anyways yeah so still like the card um after christmas i feel like life is going to be much easier for me oh not for me, but mm. we're getting there. Yeah. We're get I just one more semester after this semester and I'm finally done. So Oh next semester's your last one too. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're graduating at the same time. Woo That wasn't a clap for us to skip. That was a clap that, that was, was a, a clap. exciting clap. Okay, so <laughs> Um the next card that I have is Persephone, as I said before. Yeah. So the keywords for this are resilience, adjustments, and faith. Persephone is the queen of the underworld, the guardian of the dead, and the daughter of the harvest goddess, Demeter. Didn't you? Uh Uh-huh. I sure did. She talked about the harvest maiden. Okay. One day, when young Persephone was picking flowers, Hades, the lord of the underworld, saw her and became overwhelmed with desire. So I don't like the way that this one describes their relationship because Mm -hmm. I've seen other ones where it's like she genuinely chooses to be down there. And it's not like he didn't, like, kidnap her. Like, she chose to be there. (laughs) What is this from? Greek mythology. Okay. So, like, in this, it says that he abducted her and brought her back to the underworld, offered her a pomegranate. Mm -hmm. And then, basically, what it is is she ate six seeds of the pomegranate. And that means she's in the underworld for six months out of the year. And then she's in... The our this, world for the other six months. This sounds a lot like Adam and Eve. Like, she wasn't supposed to eat the pomegranate seeds. She wasn't supposed to bite the apple. And now that they did, like, there's a punishment for it. Yeah, so the punishment is that we have winter. So winter is when Persephone is in the underworld. And that's when... Are you telling me Persephone is why I have to deal with winter? Yeah. And then... De- well, actually, really, it's Demeter. Because okay. Demeter is her mom. And her mom is, like, pissed that her daughter decided to live with the god of the underworld instead of living on earth with her does she have a choice um so here's the thing oh. some things say that she had a choice mm-hmm. and some things say that it was like she's forced to to do it but i i choose to believe that it was a consensual relationship between the two of them it's and Hades? that yeah and that Hades. demeter needs to get over herself have you um, seen uh hercules yeah, we watched hades it. is yeah. hades is hilarious yeah i wouldn't like him i know i love i love hades and so i choose to believe too. that she chose beast? to be with him and that mm-hmm. Demeter is just a salty old bitch. She is. She wishes she had someone as hot as Hades. Yeah. So anyway, um, we're going to skip ahead because I hate the way that this describes it. Okay. So um, Persephone symbolizes the unconscious and hidden reality that is full of riches and promises. She reminds us of our resilience in the face of a challenge. Her message is to trust that you have the resources within you to make the most of any situation if you allow yourself access to them. I love that so much. That goes with, like, uh-huh. the butterfly one. The butterfly and just finishing the semester. I'm at the point where I just need to graduate. Oh, yeah. um, I just need to one point all of my classes. I'm not going into grad school, at least not yet. So I don't give a shit if my GPA plummets at this point. I just, I'm doing the bare minimum. 
because if I do any more than that, I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. <laughs> literally, literally, it's for it's for your own safety. It's and here's the thing: anyone that knows me oh, knows yeah. that I've always, my entire life, she's been a freak. Of yes, I do. I would do things like way more than I would have to. I would give everything my like 110 percent for even things that I don't need to. Boy. Um, like literally so. she's that person oh, that you're like, oh, I did so bad on this exam. <laughs> and she's like, oh, yes, me too. I only got a 92. Okay. And I'm like, uh, it says my 65. Okay. So I'm over that. And now I have a friend who's like that. And I understand mm. why you are, why you got annoyed with that now, because now I am the one that is getting the 65% and yeah. she's getting a 94 and she's like, oh no. And you're like, <laughs> I'm like, um, we're passing. <laughs> to be, be fair, to be fair though, she does actually want to go to grad school, so it is a little bit more important for her grades than my own. I, I feel like anyone really, honestly, I feel like anyone can go get into a master's. Really? I didn't have, I didn't have like outstanding grades. I had like mediocre, like three point five, three point two five, three point five. I got into a master's. You, yeah, if I could do it. You could do it. <laughs> You got this. <laughs> but I'm not going to a doctor, I've decided. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm just going to take the summer off and work at my daycare part-time and go to my lake house and take Fridays off. And then I can start my real adult life and get a career in September. Yeah, see, the thing is I have to get one ASAP because Kyle and I are looking at places to move into and I'm definitely yeah. going to need to contribute. And at that point, here's the thing. I also don't want to start a job like in September because then I'll be going on my honeymoon like the month later. So no. I want to start in like May or June after I've graduated yes. so I can be there for a couple months and then it will be like understandable that I'm taking, you know, like two or three weeks off from my honeymoon. I mean, though, before you start a job, you just tell them that. And they, I would. They, they don't care. Okay. We'll see. So. Like, best case scenario is that Kyle's work hires me and then he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> True. That would be best case scenario. But, yeah. But we'll see. But we just got to get through this semester. We just got to get through this semester. This semester is, I think, really going to be the worst one because... Mm. oh this has just sucked and these last Mm. these next two weeks are just gonna be when this posts i will be done with everything so when this is posting i am like breathing a sigh of relief and having a full week to myself for the first time in like a year because over the summer i worked full time so i'm not gonna do that for break this time i'm gonna still work my 10 hours for the break (laughs) per week okay okay. and then just let myself do play on my new computer for the whole time (laughs) for the entire time (laughs) for the entire time fall asleep to the computer wake up with the computer oh the cat looks very cute right now he is yeah little teeth (laughs) he is literally vampire fangs i love him so, so we have to get through the semester. That's what the cards say. That's what we say. Uh, there is a light this. at the end of the tunnel. There is. That's basically what the cards are saying. Yeah. Have faith. Use the resources you have. Yes. Hope. Hope. Go out in nature, even if it's freezing. Even if it no. Well, go out in nature until you get too cold, and then go inside. And yeah. And then yeah. bye. Yep. <laughs> well, thank you for listening. Um, I hope. I mean, obviously, if you're listening to this one. You've probably listened to the other one and you're used to our ranting and rambling at this point. So hopefully yes. you're still okay with that. Um, it will sick. happen all the time. So <laughs> they have that 15 second skip mark for something, guys. This is. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so thank you so much for listening to episode nine. Mm. Um, we will be recording two episodes next time instead yes, of just yes. one. So we can get back ahead of everything. And uh yeah, when this goes up, it'll be what December thirteenth. Yeah, December thirteenth. Wow. Oof. Oh my God, that is that I, I have. I just have one exam that day, and then everything else will have already been turned in. That's so. So, nice. when this goes up, I'll have an exam at three p.m. Mm-hmm. And then I can chill. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, all right. Well, if you are in college or in school or mm-hmm. just working and you are just excited to be able to have a couple of days off for yes. Christmas or for holidays or whatever. Um, we got this. We can get through these we last couple of it, weeks guys. and we can get there. Just have hope. Just have hope. <laughs> from just the snowdrops. Just have faith from Persephone Resilience. All right, everyone. Okay. You can follow us 
on Instagram, Twitter, Reddit, Tumblr, YouTube, Tumblr, Facebook, Facebook, TikTok. If you want to see us shuffling cards before each episode, we post them a day ahead of time. So next time you'll be able to see this on the 19th. Yeah. We'll see you there. Thank you. Bye. Bye.